0: Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for another mobile episode from the Upstate Performance Project. All right. Good morning. A hurly morning. Yes, there's some somber music in the background, that sets the tone. You know, when I started doing the music in the background, I wasn't sure if it was gonna play well and I don't know if you guys even like it. I know sometimes the levels aren't aren't perfect and that's, that's my fault. I know the mobile episodes aren't the best quality because there's all the background noise But I want to get these podcasts in and I want to do them when the mood strikes. It's kind of like, you know, a musician sitting down, I'm going to write a love song today. And you sit down and you try to write this love song and it doesn't work, it's just got to hit you. The feeling's got to be there. And that's how a lot of my podcasts are. You know, there are some that I sit down and I do the research and I look up the study and I. I uh, I want to talk about something, I want to refresh my memory about a f- couple facts, I'll look things up. <laughs> I'll get my books out, I'll sit down in the studio and I'll, I'll prepare and do my research for a quality program. But uh, some of them, like today, are just off the cuff. Not as structured, and that's okay. They don't need to be. But a lot of times you know, like I said, the mood hits and I just want to do something. And so that's when I'm outside. That's when I'm in the car. That's when I'm wherever I'm at. And I, I could just not do them and, and you know, chalk that idea, write it down and sit down and do it a little better. But I, I think capturing the emotion and the feeling um, when you have it may drive the point home a little bit more. So... Why the somber music, why the uh, kind of the serious tone here? Well, let me, let me just first say, I'm not, I'm not sad right now, I'm actually very happy right now. I'm headed to see my kids, as you guys probably know, and that's ultimately my favorite thing to do in the world is, is to be with those three kids. And, and and you've heard me say that these kids are my reason for doing this whole gym thing, right? For stepping out on my own, well, I shouldn't say that. Let me, let me, let me just rephrase that. For Chelsea and I diving into this together, we have our own vision of what success is, and we have our own vision of you know, the three to five year plan, where we are, what we're going to be, but there are lots of things that we share together in this vision for the company, and no one is going to work as hard for the Upstate Performance Project as Chelsea and myself, and we know that, no matter who we hire, again, we love our staff right now, we've got a really good staff going right now, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in a minute, but. you know, you've gotta have something that drives you. And I've talked about this before in on one of the last mobile episodes. I, you know, I think these mobile episodes really give me a chance to think and clear my head because I've been driving for so many hours. Uh, it's not delirium, it's just a lot of time in my own head thinking about what I wanna do, where I wanna take the business, where I wanna take you know, the online piece of the business um, what I want to do with the podcast everything and, and it gives me time to kind of think clearly without any distraction. so I like this alone time I really do I cherish it but you know at the end of the tunnel on the other side here is I get to see my kiddos and that's you know that's all the motivation in the world that I need I'm trying to provide a better life for them material wise you know material items wise I've got everything I want you know so I'm not after you know the nice car I'm not after the big house I'm not after another 18 guitars you know all that stuff's great and you know I'll have it (coughs) excuse me (coughs) excuse me but that's not, what, that's not why I'm doing it. I'm not doing it for the money. Yes, I want money, and yes, I want a lot of money, but I'm doing it um, to be able to do the things I really want to do in life, which is be with my kids all the time. Be with Chelsea. And you know, start a life with her and I together. And the only way to create the cake and eat it too is to do it yourself, to be your own boss. And I I, I get frustrated when I'm online. You know, I, let, let me let me back up. The reason I'm doing this podcast right now, I did one earlier. You, you guys asked me some questions, and one of the questions was, you know, who do I follow on social media, and, you know, where do I go to get my fitness tips and advice, um, and, I, and, you know, I answered that question basically by saying, no, I don't really go, I don't really follow anyone for tips and advice, you know, that's not to say that I know everything, because I am still learning, and I mentioned where I go to learn, and and yes, there's plenty of people in social media that I've actually learned stuff from. Okay, so don't 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 take that as I know everything and no one out there can teach me. What what I really mean is, you know, I just I'm learning things about how to get my information out from a lot of other people. And you know, I guess what drove me to record another podcast tonight Was, was a couple of different things And it's stemming from things that Chelsea and I have been talking and dealing with this week Business wise and, and then And then thinking Kind of reflecting after I recorded the podcast earlier About the social media And like One thing that That is really hard That really It doesn't piss me off That's not the right word It's It's a lot of what I would call fake entrepreneurs and a lot of them, you know, have a bazillion followers and they get, you know, they sell a lot of products that are basically crap Uh, and it's not a jealousy thing, it's it's certainly not a jealousy thing because I don't want that, that's not at all what I want. and trust me, Chelsea and I have both been approached by many, you know, shitty supplement companies and and clothing lines to hawk their products with their special promo codes and stuff. And there's nothing wrong if you want to do that. There's nothing wrong if that's how you want to go and add a little side income. Seriously, there's nothing wrong with that. Go for it. It's not what I want. It's not what Chelsea wants. What I guess what gets my goat here is. I don't see the passion in it. I don't see the grind and the hustle, and that doesn't speak to me. That doesn't give me the authenticity. You know, when I when I found when I stumbled upon guys like Chip Conrad and John Schaefer, Johnny Payne, listening to reading their articles and listening to their podcasts or you know a YouTube video or, or wherever it was you could see and hear and feel the hustle the grind the passion that they had to be successful and so when i see a lot of you know people online trying to you know pose in front of these big cars having wads of cash in their hand fancy watches you know, I'm successful, I'm an entrepreneur, I'm an online trainer, and I live this lifestyle, I can do whatever I want everywhere, holding up these silly plaques. Like, I always always see these plaques, like all these trainers holding plaques. And I'm sure it's, you know, they're a part of a, a group that, you know, recognizes top sellers in their industry. And there's nothing, again, I'm not knocking that, right? But to me, that seems pretty fake. It doesn't seem like they're really hustling because I, I don't really see them actually training anybody. All I see on their social media is they're putting their certain pictures up or whatever, right, and so what I what I want to get to here, and I, I'm kind of being a little round, a little, little vague here. Uh, there's, there's two things I want you guys to know that if you want to be successful, two things that you got to do. Let me get my timestamp down here. We're at 1040, Texas size 1040. <laughs> 1040. Uh, this is gonna be a timestamp. I'll put this in the, in the description here. Jump to this for, for the nuts and bolts of what we're talking about today. Two things that, that I want you to focus on or that I want you to remember when you're, when you're climbing your way to success. So the first is you have to be willing to not let any excuses get in your way. You have to work hard. I've talked about this before. You have to put in the hours. When, when your programs aren't working, when income is not coming in, When you're not sure if you can pay the bills this month, when you've lost a client, okay, those are tough things and you could sit here and and say, well, I lost this client because of this because they weren't really involved or I, uh, this program didn't work because, you know, People didn't read the full article that I wrote about it, or whatever. I mean, you can you can say a lot of things, but ultimately, if they fail, it may not be because your idea was bad. It's the way you put your idea out there, or how hard did you really push it? And you know, so we had a talk this week about the Total Athlete Challenge, which. I have big plans for this Total Athlete Challenge, not just this one, but in the future as well. And I really, it fits in really well with our grand scheme that we're we're going for, but I've got to get it up and running. And you know, I put out a post here and there about it, and you know, we've gotten some signups, so you know, I'm very very appreciative and happy about that, but I want a lot more. Right. And that's not me being greedy like I want the money. It's that I want this I want this event to be good. Yeah, I really do. And so if it's not, I'm gonna I could easily sit back and say, Why didn't anyone click on this? This would have been a perfect event for people. But the answer really would be because I didn't champion it enough. I didn't put it out there. I didn't make people see how great an event this is going to be. So I've still got a, few, a little bit of time left, three weeks or so, to, to make people understand how great of an event this is gonna be and get my numbers up to where I want them. And, and I'm going to, so don't worry about that. But, but that's that was, that was some of the things that Chelsea and I were talking about earlier is, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating when, you know, we, we've hired people on, we've brought people on, they haven't really hustled and brought in clients. And then they leave, or we have to fire them. <laughs> right. Now, we, right now we've got two guys on our team, um, on the training side of our team, that, that are doing really well. They're, they're keeping their clients, the, the members who are taking their classes are engaged, they, they really like it. Uh, Jeff and Tony are doing a great job. So right now, we're, we're heading in the right direction, but it's been a struggle to get there, and we realize that it's because no one's gonna work as hard for our business as Chelsea and I will. It's our passion, our business, so yeah, we should probably be the ones working the hardest, and we are. But if you're starting your own business or if you want to get into that, you can do a few things to really ensure success. One is, the sudden doesn't work, Or if it's not working the way you want, retool it and fix it. Examine why, learn from that, and do better next time. The answers are out there. You can find them and you can get them done. You just have to be willing to not let those excuses pop in your head. Oh, well, I was tired. Well, I didn't market it well because, you know, at the end of the day, I just wanted to go home and sleep. I mean, because I've only got five hours from the time we closed the gym before we open it back up again. And I'm the one that closes it and I'm the one that opens it. And I didn't have time. You know, you've got to look past those kind of excuses and those kind of scenarios. Yeah, okay, sorry. Then don't complain when your event goes terribly or don't complain when you don't have any clients coming in. Don't complain when there are things on the table that you could have done better. Right now, I know sleep is important. Right, I know rest and recovery is important. I preach it all the time and I only talk about modeling, you know. But I model other behaviors um, to help, you know, set a good example on the fitness side of things. And if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that yes, I only get a few hours of sleep at night but I've been experimenting with other forms of getting that rest and that form of naps and some other things. So again, I'm still getting the rest and recovery I need for my fitness, right? You just gotta be creative. I had to research that. I had to go find the answers for that to solve my problem because I don't wanna be a hypocrite and I also don't wanna function on a lack of sleep for several years while we're growing this business. Because I, I also know that I can't let things just happen. I have to go and create it. Chelsea has to go and create it. And so if you are thinking about starting your own business or if you just wanna promote your own personal brand or if you're like our trainers or any trainer we would hire who's an independent contractor, you are your own little business. And you need to promote yourself and you need to hustle whether it's online or or on ground. You have to continually put things out, not just random content. You have to put yourself out there, make yourself known, make your passion bleed through in what you do to build up the word of mouth and we've talked about a lot of these things, but it's it's working past the excuses. I think that's, that's the first thing. Working past the excuses. So from a business standpoint, one of the best pieces of advice I've is, I was given. Let me, let me, it fits in right in with this and then I'll go to the second point here and wrap it up. When we started the business, Chelsea and I put together a business plan. And you know, we spent probably three or four months researching, you know, the market research and uh, you know all the kind of things to set our price points to. You know, see if we could really pull this off. And, and we went and we we approached a few people, you know, to be potential investors. And, and we were very lucky that we got people to believe in what we do. Now, we grew up with parents that ran their own business. So we were, I mean, this is what we know. We don't know how to run a business because we'd never done it before, but we had seen our parents work crazy hours. Not being home, not making it to football games, not making it to baseball games, track meets. I mean, these are things that unfortunately, you know, our parents sacrificed to provide the living that, that Chelsea had and, and that I had growing up, which are very comfortable living, very comfortable upbringing. <clears throat> but these are things that we did, or they did for us, and they worked hard, very, very hard, physically and emotionally, mentally, everything. And, and I have so much respect for my father And my mother, who, who did everything for the family, now it's not to say my dad didn't help in a child-rearing, but my mom did the vast majority of that. Chelsea's parents, they both work on the, bus- the family business. And when it started, her dad physically built the building, his, or his first house, himself. You know, it's really from the ground up. And so these these influences in our lives, you know, are probably what drove us to want to own our own business and provide that same kind of um, lifestyle for our kids, and for our um, uh, legacies, not for for us, for, for people to remember us, but for what we want to provide for our kids and the examples we want to set for, you know, uh, our, our future family together and, and, and my current kids. And so the best piece of advice that I got was from one of these investors that, that gave us the money. I was just saying thank you so much. You know, I we we really appreciate it. And it was hitting me hard. I was very emotional because I was like, holy crap this guy just gave me this much money. That's a huge responsibility. I've got to go. And he said, no, 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 no. No worries, man. It's, he's like, I'm happy to do this because I know you guys are going to succeed because I really, you you have a good plan. It's well done. I know you both. I know how hard you guys will work. And I believe in the product itself. And Then he said, you've been given a really good opportunity. Don't forget that. Take advantage of it. Very simple. Very simple advice. But other than my kids, it's probably the one thing that motivates me the most because I don't want to let this person down. Because a door has been opened up for me in Chelsea, (laughs) and if we were to fail, if this gym were to fail, it would be a huge letdown for us, but it would also be, you know, it's one of those, I know that this person, if they lost their money from the investment, they're going to be okay financially, but also, you know, they're not going to come after me and sue me and, you know, all these other things. Very lucky in that regard. I'm sure they do want their money back with 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 interest, and, and they're getting it. Where we are paying back, of course. But the the point is, when he said, "You have this opportunity," don't you know? Don't forget that it's a responsibility. Basically, don't f this up, right? It wasn't a threat. It was him motivating me, saying, okay, the door has been opened, now it's up to you. And if you let excuses come in and get in your way of your dream, especially when somebody else has reached their hand out and pulled you up to a certain level to where you can then achieve your dreams, well, if you don't, that's all on you at that point. You can't blame anybody else. So you have to get rid of those excuses. You cannot allow yourself to say you're tired. You can't allow yourself to say, look, I tried these things, they didn't work. These people aren't responding. I know I'm a good trainer. I know I can put these workouts together. If people would just come and do them, they're gonna see the results. Okay, no one's saying it's not a good program, but you gotta get people to understand that. Then that's on you. You've got to be willing to stay up late, not sleep if you have to. Find other ways to be creative with your sleep, which is what I had to do, just due to the nature of the hours we keep at the gym. And, and so what I'm getting at here is there, there's so much uh, behind the scenes stuff that you know people don't really even realize what Chelsea and I do, how, how much we are constantly working on the business at all times. You know, and yes, we do take some breaks. You know, our our favorite thing is to go to breweries. You know, and relax. Now, neither one of us ever get drunk. We don't go like blow off steam by like getting drunk and forgetting our problems for a day. No. We like a really good tasting craft beer. That's fun for us to go explore. So, one day on the weekend, we'll go to a brewery and have maybe two beers. Usually one. Just go have one. It's a nice little treat, reward for us, something that we really like to do together. We usually don't talk about business when we're doing that. But we come right back to it. And so when we have discussions like we did earlier this week, like, what are we going to do? The numbers on the challenge aren't where they want to be. And, you know, we're working this many hours. And basically just trading time for money, when, when are we going to turn that corner and, and, and take that next step? Well, the only answer to that is by doing all of the, or I should say, finishing all the projects that we've been working on that we know are going to create some passive income for us at some point, but we've got to get it out there, and it's not going to happen just with time passing. It's only gonna happen if we take the time to get it done. So we can't say, we're never gonna make it, we're never, this isn't gonna work, this, this is too hard, because there is still time in the day. There are still pockets on the weekend. There's still things we can do to get to that next level. And when someone has given you the opportunity to do so, given you the tools you need to do your dream, You've got to do it. So I hear a lot of people on social media talk about how hard things are and that it's okay, you know, and and it's a lot of the let's feel good about ourselves. As long as we can feel good about ourselves, we're doing okay. You know, and I'm not I'm not knocking on any kind of movement out there. If you guys know what I'm talking about. I'm not knocking anybody who is trying to empower people to feel better about themselves. Obviously, that's a good thing. But I, I don't see anyone out there saying, Shit, man. I know i got to work a lot of hours, but this is fun. I like doing this. It's hard work and I get frustrated and mad sometimes. But at the end of the day, I'm living and dying by what we do by the decisions we make on a daily basis. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard to know what to do. It's hard to find the time to do it. But ain't no one else going to do it. It's got to be me and Chelsea. And we get it done. Because we have that drive. Because we know someone has opened the door. So the advice that we give on this podcast, whether you're a trainer or not, Something, hopefully, has resonated with you, and the only reason we do this podcast, because we're not making any money on the podcast, I don't have sponsorships, I'm not making money on it. The reason we do it is we've learned so much in such a short amount of time. What works, what doesn't work, and we're still learning, we're still growing, but We've had, it's been such an experience, such a great experience, such an eye-opening experience, changed my life experience that I want other people to experience this, other people that I know would really love this. And so we just want to give back. We're trying to give you the tools to be a better trainer, to run a better business. And so following your heart on that having a goal in mind, having a motivation in mind. My kids and one of our investors telling me this is a great responsibility, don't forget that. Take advantage of this opportunity. I will not forget that. It drives me. I I, I don't always know what drives Chelsea. You'll have to ask her. I have my ideas that's one thing, and I talked a lot about that first thing. Work hard. Work hard. Work hard. Stay up late. Do what you need to do. If there's something that needs to be finished, finish it. If it's going to complete your project, if it's going to get you to where you want to go, do it. And don't stop until it's done. Don't make excuses. Yes, you're tired. Yes, you're frustrated. Yes, you're having to sacrifice a lot of family time, you're having to sacrifice friend time. Doesn't mean you have to cut it out completely, it just means yeah, there's gonna be some sacrifices and you have to be willing to do that. And if you're not fine. Don't don't come to me for advice. Don't come to Chelsea for advice if you're not willing to take it and use it. Now We don't have all the answers. We're still asking other people for advice. But we've had people come to us, want to work for us. We've given them the tools. We've given them a four or five page document on exactly how to go out and drum up business for yourself. A step by step process. And we know it works because we're still in business and it's exactly what we did. We wrote it down and we said, here you go. The trainers that are with us now have have used it. Trainers we've let go or quit because they didn't didn't know why they didn't have employees or uh, uh, clients. Well, they didn't take advantage. There was an opportunity that was given to them to start their journey, and they didn't take it. They made excuses. All right, let's move to the next one, So I can keep rambling on, I and I, I hate to do that sometimes on these, these off-the-cuff uh, podcasts that I do. I, I know it can be rambling, and I apologize for that, um, hearing me talk in circles, but again, this is not planned out. This is just me uh, off the top of my head, you know, kind of just sharing my thoughts as they stream through. But the second thing is this concept of um, of loyalty, I guess. Maybe that's, I I don't know if that's the right word that I'm trying to think of. There are a lot of times people will align themselves or start doing something. Let me back up. People will get into business with a friend or stay working at a place that doesn't fit their ideals because they feel loyal to them. And, you know, that's fine. Loyalty is a great, great quality to have. But you also have to be loyal to yourself and loyal to your family and the people that are counting on you, right? So if you're in a situation that's not helping you get to where you want to go, you need to change that. And and so we get stuck on this, you know, thought of I I'm here and, and I and I started this with my friend, or you know, I want to do this with my friend, but they're not pulling their weight or or it's not really working out or you know you can't be afraid to Change your situation. Now, I mentioned this before that you know you're a product of the people you hang around, and and if you know if you're hanging around like-minded people, then you know you're probably going to succeed, have some ideas. There's going to be some 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 motivation there. If you're hanging around people that aren't on the same level as you motivationally, or, or or passion-wise for for what it is you want to do, it's going to suck the life out of you. And they may not be bad people. They can still be your friend. I'm not saying cut them out of your life. I'm just saying, (coughs) from a business standpoint, you might need to make some changes. And that's really hard to do. Now, I've had to do that a few times in my career. I... I am loyal to a fault and I, I have hung on to a couple jobs or a couple scenarios longer than I would have liked to because I loved the people I was working with and the people that gave me an opportunity there. Um, and, and Let me give you a good, good example. When I was at the, um, the hospital, uh, I left the hospital to go work full time at the university. Um, because the hospital job was a great job, and I loved everyone there. I had no problems there. Th- st- stress was pretty low. The only stress we had was that the hospital itself wasn't doing all that well. And at that time, and we've gone through you know some staff reductions. And I realized that a wellness director was a luxury, not a necessity for uh, a hospital. They're not going to fire doctors before they fire the wellness director, right? So there was some stress month to month. If we didn't have a good month, you know, am I going to be the next one on the chopping block? And that's that's hard to hard to uh, function day to day, you know, day in and day out. But but you do it, you know, you get through it. And what I learned there. Was a valuable lesson, and and this was where that loyalty really got to me because there were there were a couple of things I was really wanting to do, and I wasn't sure if I could should do it because I know when I was hired there that they they had made up their mind, and when I came in, I think I've told the story before. I came in in the last minute, and it was it was how I answered a particular question that that really changed their minds and, and hired me. So they. They put a lot of faith in me to run this program, and and I felt, you know, honored and, and humbled to 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 have such an important uh, task put on me at such a young age. But but I I accepted it, and I cherished that opportunity, and and I loved my bosses, Bill and Brenda, were were amazing, and you know I talked to him the other day; they're they're still a part of my life, and when I Got offered this opportunity at the university, it was an opportunity to achieve my at that point my the ultimate goal, which was to be a college strength coach. And you know, it was one of those things I had been working for and working towards by doing all of the website, all of the personal training I was doing, the sports program I developed at the, at the hospital was to gain more experience coaching athletes so that when I applied for jobs as a strength coach I'd have more experience because I didn't do it uh, in college I, I did more athletic training I did some strength and conditioning but not much not much and, and so the the thought was, I was putting it all out there, putting it all out there, and it got really real when offered the job, and then I had to decide, oh, okay, I do have this opportunity, but that means I'm going to have to leave Bill and Brenda. And I'm not too ashamed to admit I had some tears because of what those people had done for me in my career and the faith they had given me. And, you know, I was so nervous that they would be mad at me. But they weren't, of course. <clears throat> they couldn't have been happier. It's just like, you know, people tell us, you know, why why do you, you know, share all these secrets with people? even Even your current employees, what's stopping them from going out and starting their own business? And I say, well, good. I'm glad if they do. That's kind of what we've been teaching them how to go do the whole time. And if they do that, that's great. They don't have to be loyal to us in the sense that they're not obligated to stay with us for the rest of their life. You know, even if they're getting paid well and they like it and they're having fun and they like Chelsea and I, you know, we'd, we'd like them to, be, to stick around as long as they want to stick around. But being loyal doesn't necessarily mean you have to be um, inscripted or, or is it conscripted? Uh, you know, enslaved, I don't know if I'm using the right word, that you don't have to be uh, solely uh, with us if it's holding you back from reaching your dreams and potential. Because trust me, we're all about you reaching your dream and potential. So that would be a success for us if one of our trainers left and started their own gym. And you say, well, what if they? set up shop across the street and and did your exact model. Well, that's where that whole loyalty thing comes in. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't, just just trust me on that, they wouldn't. And if they did, if they tried, they would fail miserably because it would be very apparent to people around uh, that that's kind of a dick move and and, uh, very shady. Right, it, it it wouldn't be a good look for them, but I wouldn't I wouldn't begrudge them from doing it, and I would want them to succeed. You know, there's enough people out there that need personal training that we can all have you know our fair share. So that would be a success for us, us being loyal to them. Um, I think. Uh, Andy Frisella said it best, or put it best when he was talking about uh, loyalty, is that employers show loyalty to their employees by the opportunities that they're given. So, in other words, if we coach our athletes, pardon me, pardon me, if we coach our uh, employees to be better business men and women, to, to take care of their finances, to set up you know, their accounting, um, or setting them up with an accountant to make sure that their deductions and things like that are, uh, are business write-offs are all taken care of. If we're helping them understand the business side of it so they can grow and, and they're seeing how we're programming and structuring our workouts and they understand why and, they grow from the business and professional side of it, um, content side of it, then you know, we, we've done our job. We've been loyal to them. We've, they've come to us and they're gonna leave better. And they may not leave, that's great if they don't. But if they do, they're gonna leave and they're gonna, have, they're gonna be better equipped for success. And, and I'm totally cool with that. Even if that means they're going into competition with us. So I'm not saying loyalty is overrated, and you shouldn't be loyal. You definitely should be loyal. But I think in that, or what what that really means for us, anyways, if if you are someone who's loyal, is that you you understand the importance of um, what I'm trying to say. Of, of when to move on and, and when to, you know, let your own dreams fly, your own wings, you know, spread. There, there's a, a quote at the end of a, a song by the artist Hobson, and it's, uh, it's slowed down, so the voice is kind of slow, but it's Joel Osteen, the, the uh, preacher down in Houston. And whether you like him or not, the the particular quote that's used in the at the end of the song is basically saying, you know, in order to grow, in order to flourish, you're not always meant to be around the same people all the time. You know, some people are, are put in your life for a purpose, and once that purpose has been met, you know, you can move on. You don't have to stick around with them. If they're not helping you grow anymore, I'm not saying cut them out, I'm saying you need to be able to move on and understand that certain relationships aren't meant to last forever. Then he goes on to say if you don't get rid of the wrong friends, you'll never make room to meet the right friends or something to that effect. And again, obviously if you are in in a position where you're not able to achieve your goals because of the work ethic or the... Uh, lack of support you get from your coworkers or from, from anyone you, you might be working with, and yeah, obviously that's a scenario where you would need to cut ties and move on. But even positive people in your life aren't necessarily meant to be in your life forever. They're not, it's not to say that people who come to Upstate Performance Project and they get a positive response from me and Chelsea and they like it and they learn and then they move on, they don't owe anything to us to stay there forever, even if we've taught them a lot. What they do owe us is when they go on and move on, that they continue to kind of pay it forward, so to speak, to anyone that comes and works for them. And they owe it to us to be successful when they go out, to show that they've learned and listened and appreciated everything that we're trying to do for them, the loyalty we're trying to show them. So, if you, I said the two key things for this podcast, and, and I started my, my little rant at the, what, the 10.45 uh, mark, and here we are at 45.45, 45. so 35 minutes here, I've been talking. And this is, this is something, this is a topic that I, I really think you guys need to think about before you start your business. Are you going to be able to work these hours? Are you going to be able to work through these frustrations? Are you gonna let excuses get in your way? Because they can't if you wanna be successful. And if people are holding you back, or if you feel like you've learned what you needed to learn and you're ready to grow and move on, you, loyalty is good, and we, you want to be loyal. But you also need to make sure that you know how how you define loyalty is um, is is well defined or is important. Because again, as I said, being loyal can mean you take that you're a good steward of the knowledge you've been given. So I'm being loyal right now to my investors, not just to make them money, but to handle the responsibility that was bestowed upon Chelsea and I by their generosity. So I can say I don't owe them anything, I do owe them money, and they're getting paid of course. But the point I make is they what I owe them is my best effort and excuses have no part in that so my voice is about gone, I can tell I need to stop and get some water so I'm going to go ahead and sign off I could keep talking like this forever and just talking in circles. So again, I I apologize if this uh, podcast kind of drones on. But it's... Well, I'm just going to end it there. I'll talk to you guys soon. Stay strong. Follow your dreams. And good night.